for you are. We are now live on YouTube in today's video. We're going to be talking about why are you stuck and what should you be doing about it so you can get what you want in your life. So if you're just joining us, uh, we're on YouTube. We're live streaming in the Facebook. Remember, my commitment is to do three lives a week. And so that's what we're doing here. Here's the third one. But I really want to do these on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. But I, I made a decision I would do these three times a week. And so here we are. All right. So what is this What is this all about today? Why do you want to listen? What are you going to get? Because this is all about you. Okay. Um, why are you stuck in your life? What is causing you to get stuck where you are? And what should you be doing about it so you can get what you want? Right? Every one of you guys watching right now. There is something that you want. There is a dream. There's an idea. There's a goal. There's something that you really have a desire for. But for the for the longest time, you've talked yourself out of it. You've self-sabotaged yourself. You've allowed other people to steal your dreams, right? You've, you've allowed your family to um, convince you why it doesn't make any sense. And ultimately, you've convinced yourself why you shouldn't do it. So, again, you're going to learn what you should be doing if you're stuck in your life, wherever you are. Uh, you're going to learn what you should be doing about it. And that way, you can finally start getting what you want in your life. Okay? Because you only got one life, right? And we don't know when our time is up. I always tell the stories about... Uh, people I went to high school with and a couple of other friends during my 20s that they passed away out of the blue. And every time it was a careful reminder that you better be living your life because you never know. My sister just passed away last year during Thanksgiving. And uh, I believe she was, I think she accepted that she was going to pass away. I think she had already known this was going to happen. Um, and I only bring this story up because when that happened, it really made me think, yeah, I'm not, I'm not scared to go because I, I am doing what I really want to do. Like if, if I'm doing what I really want to do, if I'm doing the thing that I love to do, I, I really don't have a problem. Like I'm at peace with that, you know, um, I think that's the only way to really handle it. I, I don't think there's any other way to look at it, but that. And that, you know, we're all spiritual beings, okay? So whatever your belief system is around that, that's up to you. Anyways, so why are you really stuck? What should you be doing about it so you can get what you want? Oh, by the way, we got people here on TikTok, so good morning. Hello, wherever you are. Uh, so glad to have you guys here. So what should you be doing? Okay. How do you know that you're stuck? How do you know? Well, let's first do this. When I was 17, my mother had passed away, my adopted mother, uh, when I was in high school. And I was living on my friend's couch. And I had already made the decision that I was going to join the military. So I went to boot camp. And at the end of boot camp is when my mother passed away. This is when I was 17. So she was supposed to come to the graduation in the end. Because you only get two phone calls when you go to boot camp, one to let them know that you did make it there. And then at the end to make sure, you know, you are or whether or not they're going to be at the graduation. Right. Hash out those details. Anyways. So I get the I get to make the call at the end. And, you know, it's my sister answering the phone uh, and telling me, yeah, you know, your mother, she's not doing too well. She's not going to be able to make it, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I get back uh, and probably I would say. Three weeks later, she passes away. Now, she had breast cancer, um, and she was 63. Um, oh, I'm sorry, 72, actually, when she passed away. So this is why I said to my adopted mother. Anyways, um, so after that, I went into a state of depression and didn't know what I was going to really do with my life because at the time I joined the military, I was uh, it was uh, reserve, so I was only doing it once a month. And then I got the book, The Secret. I don't know how I found that book. I, I believe, I always believe the book found me. I, that's why I can't remember. I can't remember how I 
discovered that book. But I just know this. The book discovered me. How about that? So anyways, I read this book front to back. And then I just had this idea that, well, what's going to, like, if I just do everything she's saying in this book, it can't be any worse than what I just went through. Because my mother passed away. I was supposed to go to Cal Poly for architecture. That ain't going to happen. Um, the entire family broke apart because she passed away. Everybody went their separate ways. So I got nobody there to really guide me. I have no father, no siblings, no friends to really say, hey, man, here's what you should be doing. Let me help you. None of that. So I had this book and I was like, you know what? What's the worst? What's the worst that could happen if I just listen to what she's saying? So anyways, I read the book and there are three things that I really wanted. One, I wanted $10,000. So I wrote out a check for $10,000. I wanted my own car because I didn't have a car. And then I wanted to be full time for the military, active duty. Now, whether you understand the military, whether you don't, it doesn't really matter. The point is this, is that at the time for you to go reserve and then be active duty for the military, you know, there's a couple of things that needs to take place. That just isn't going to happen. Um, it's not an easy process. And most people are not successful is what I was being told at that time. So anyways, uh, and, and I'm brand new. So I have no experience, you know, none at all. And anyways, so I wrote out all these three things that I wanted. I put it on like a vision board. And at the time I was working at Starbucks in my town. It was the only job I had. And when people complain about inflation today, <laughs> like back in 06, I mean, you're, you're barely making any money working at Starbucks. I mean, the minimum wage was super low back then. I, I remember that. Only made enough money to pay my Cricket phone bill. I don't know how many people know what Cricket is, but uh, <laughs> that's a California thing. So anyways, um, so I'm working at Starbucks. And I got no car, so I have to bike it over there all the time. And this is across town. And I got one of the most crappiest bikes you, you would ever see. I mean, this bike belonged in a junkyard, pretty much. And it's the type of bike that when you're riding it, the chain falls off all the time. Like, that's what I was going through. So here I am, no family, no guidance, just myself in this book, The Secret. These three ideas that I want to manifest and I'm riding with this crappy bike to Starbucks every week. And so I go to Starbucks and I just do what she was telling me to do. She said to live as if. So I get the idea. Well, when someone asks me what's going on in my life, I'm going to speak as if I already have those three things. And sure enough, someone would be like, hey, so what's going on? What What's you know, how's your life? And I, was, I said, hey, man, I just I just got $10,000. I'm so excited about it. And I remember every time I would say anything like that, people would just be like this. They just look at me crazy. And again, I was in a place where what could I lose by doing exactly what she tells me to do? Like what 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 could I lose? I already lost my mother. I have no family. I got nobody. What else am I going to lose? Right. So I was all in. So I was telling people, yeah, I just got the money. I just got accepted active duty for the military. Um, I'm going to be picking up my car here shortly. You know, I would, I would say things like this. And of course, I'm talking about picking up a car. And then after my shift, sometimes I'm asking for a ride home. Do you see how that doesn't like you see how in our minds what we want doesn't match what's happening in our environment, right? In our results. So anyways, within nine months to wrap up this story, I get a call out of the blue from this dude who works for Prime America. And he's like, yeah, um, uh, there's some money that your mom left for you. Um, and the only way for us to uh because uh, we have they have to update the account like if someone is deceased um, the deceased person should be removed from the account I think that's still a thing today so anyways it was it was her name and my name on it so they needed to contact me to get her name off and then 
give me full access. Now, before I, I finish this story, let me just say this really quick. I would think, I think it was about probably three months before I get the call from the guy. I get a call from one of my sisters, okay? And she's like, um, hey, there's some money I believe mom left you. Um, I want to get the money for you, and but I just need you to sign some paperwork. And of course, I say, hey, well, how much is it? And she's like, oh, it's just $5,000. So... What if for whatever reason, I had this feeling that was like, uh, no, don't listen to her because that same sister left you nowhere to like she left you behind. OK, so when you were going through your thing, she wasn't there for you. So don't trust her is basically what I was telling myself. So fast forward again to when the guy calls me, he's like, yeah, so we have this money in this account. I'm like, OK, all right. So how much is it? exactly what I wrote out on that check. So what happened after? I got the money, of course. No shit. A month later, the military says, hey, you've been accepted on an active duty. And within that time frame, I got the car. And then I got the place. (laughs) Okay. So I'm telling you guys this story because I could have stayed stuck in depression I could have not listened to what the book had to tell me. Um, I could have done that. I could have gotten in my own way. But I think one of the things that I did that really helped me, and it might help the person, whoever's listening right now, is that if you're really stuck in your life, you got to ask yourself, have you made a decision to truly believe in something? Like to just get rid of your limiting beliefs and just accept that maybe there's another way for you. Maybe there's something here that God is trying to show you right now. Are you listening? Are you willing to listen? Most people are not willing to listen because they're still stuck in their old old ways. So by my mom passing away and me being left alone, got me to a point where, uh, in a, I guess in a, an analogy here would be, My ego was crushed so much to the point where I was completely open-minded to anything. Because why is it that people don't listen and don't get unstuck? Their ego is in control. They don't want to listen. They don't want to do the simple things that people are telling them to do. They don't want to pay the price. They don't want to wait. They're not patient. That's all ego. That's why people stay stuck. Their ego is in control. Their conditioning is in control. And they haven't taken control of themselves. So I tell that story because at that time, I remember I was like, I don't care anymore. If this is what the book says to do, I'm doing this. Screw it. And I knew I was so serious about it and I believed in it because I'm sitting there talking to people as if the things have already happened and they're looking at me crazy. Like, bro, you say you just got $10,000, but you're working at Starbucks. That doesn't make any sense. You say that you're getting this car, but I'm still giving you rides or you're still coming to Starbucks with your bike. Right. Like, so it it doesn't add up. Right. And then, by the way, like. I was living on my friend's couch. okay, And then um, I got to go back to the my mother's home and live there for a little bit. And I when I remember all of it, guys, the environment the results did not match what was in my mind, okay? And that's literally how you get whatever you want in your life is you got to live in here and stop living out there. That's what most people are doing. They're living out there. They're living in their environment. Like, okay, wait, hold on, DeVore. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does make sense. You're allowing your current circumstances, your reality, your environment to control your thinking. That's why people are stuck. That's why people hate their lives. That's why people are not happy. They allow other people and other things to dictate their happiness. Instead of doing it the other way around where they say, no, I'm going to own my own happiness. I'm going to live in my mind. And then everything else in my outer world will catch up, which is what happened to me. Now, this wasn't the first time things like this happened to me. 
I did this in the military where, again, I joined when I was 17. I would have gotten to the rank of E7 at 25, but when I turned 25, there was like one more month to go, and then I they would have published like the list so they so you know where you are so you can get promoted. Um, they changed the rules that month and said, oh, yeah, um, you can't be 25 years old and then be an E7. You gotta, you need two more years, basically. Um, so I, I, I would have probably been an E7 at 25, but I ended up being an E7 at 27. And let me tell you a story about that because that's crazy too. The story about that is pretty, is really, <laughs> that's why everything I'm saying is, is so true. Um, so 25, I'm 25 years old. I've been carrying around the rank, like I was telling you guys yesterday. I was in the Army, by the way, if you guys don't know. Um, I was carrying around the rank, E7, and I was like, yeah, 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 you know, this is uh, this is happening. This is happening for sure. It's a fact. And um, so I, I'm 25, and then they send out the email, the notification. Oh, yeah, we've just changed the promotion requirements, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, so I guess – I guess this is not the right time. That was my response. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to quit. Oh, I'm going to give up. This isn't working. It was more like, oh, okay, this isn't this isn't the right time then. Maybe, maybe there's a better time coming up, okay? And guys, for a side note, that's attitude right there, right? You choosing how you want to respond to things in a way that's going to serve you and get you to where you want to go. I mean, that's that's the power of having the right attitude. So I was like, oh, yeah, that just means this isn't the right time. So anyways, um, so two years passes by and I get onto the promotion list. And by the way, if you're still confused about what I'm talking about here is why are so many people stuck in their life and what should you be doing about it so you, so you can get what you want? I'm giving you these stories to give you the context here. So anyways, um, in the military, there's a list that comes out every year and ranks soldiers. You know, so like number one all the way to like 500, you, you end up getting ranked. And based on the open slots in every unit, they they fill those slots based on your rank. So if you're number one, you're going to be offered this particular slot. OK, so anyways, um, I ended up being number 11 on the list when I was 27. I was number 11. Interesting number, right? Anyways. <laughs> Tell me why every single person ahead of me said no, meaning when you're on the promotion list, they're going to send you an email and they're going to say, hey, would you like to fill this vacancy um, at this unit? OK, and if you guys if this still doesn't make sense, just imagine wherever you work. Imagine if they had it to where in order for you to advance to the next position in your company. Um, there are multiple locations of this company. Just imagine that your company has a thousand lo lo locations. So there's always a shortage of people, right? So the way they help you advance in your company is they say, hey, well, every year we're going to rank you guys based on your performance. And then we're going to fill those vacancies in the order of the ranks, right? In, in the order of how the, how the list comes out. So anyways, so they call these people one through ten. All of them say no. All of them have some crazy reason because I knew uh, most of them just had a kid. Um, they were on they, they were about to deploy. Um, they just came back from deployment. Um, they're in school. They don't want to move. Their kids are in school. They don't want to move. Like everybody had a crazy reason. Everybody said no. And I was the first person on that list to say yes. And where I end up going uh, was a beautiful place called San Luis Obispo, uh, which is in California. It's on the coast, actually. Uh, very, very beautiful place. Anyways, I'm going to wrap up this story because how, like, we stay stuck when we, when, when we believe we need to take control and do things that we're not supposed to be doing, meaning we think we got to control the how. We got to control how it happens. When I got the notification that I had to wait two more years to get to the rank, which was my goal, by the way, E7, um, my initial response wasn't, oh, this is BS. Things are not working out for me. This isn't good. What the heck? Why? This thing's the, I, it was never that. It was, okay, this probably isn't the right time. 
My, my time's coming though. My, my time will come. And because I had that attitude, those two years I had to wait, I, I went even harder. Like I went and did some stuff that most people don't want to do. I took some trainings that most people wouldn't want to take. Um, and there are some other things that I did. I'm not going to get into it, but the point is, is that it made me double down on my conviction. Like that's where you guys have to be with your attitude is like when when you face some type of resistance or some type of obstacle or challenge. That's a test. For you to for you to prove that I am serious about this, like this is happening. And when you have that attitude, it's going to happen. The problem why we stay stuck is we don't have that attitude about what we want. So when when things don't go our way, we quit. We give up because we're not sold yet. We don't have that committed decision. We don't have the right mindset. So anyways, um, to wrap up these stories, the one thing I learned about all that is that manifestation is not some magical secret in the world. Um, it's very science-based. Um, it's happening to all of us all the time everywhere in different ways, in different mediums, in different environments. And it all starts with our thinking. That's where it starts. So for the person who wakes up today and says, my life is shit, it's a mess, nothing's working out, how are they going to feel when they say those words to themselves? They're going to feel upset, angry, disappointed. They're going to get their state, they're, they're going to get themselves in a state of anxiety. And when they get into a state of anxiety, now they're really going down the wrong road. Because at that point, law of attraction says, oh, this is the energy you're sending out. Okay, well, let me send you more of that. That's why the law of attraction, law of vibration, universal laws, call it whatever you want. They don't discriminate. It doesn't care. So whatever energy you're sending out is exactly what you're going to get back. So when you're on social media, some of you guys are watching on YouTube. Uh, maybe you read some books and you're like, Hey, um, this, this, this isn't adding up. You know, this, this doesn't make any sense. Um, um, hold on guys. Sorry. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Um, this doesn't make any sense. Um, the problem is, is that you don't have the right information. You just don't have the right information. And then even if you do have the right information, are you open-minded enough to study it and understand it? Most people don't are not open-minded enough. It's kind of like this. This is my mentor, Bob Proctor, was talking about this. He said, it's not about being at, at the right place at the right time. It's about being aware that you're at the right place at the right time, meaning there are so many people, you included and myself, where we've been in situations, the situation that we were supposed to be in, where somebody could help us get to where we wanted to go, but because we're closed-minded, we don't even see it. Like, I think everybody can re relate to that. All right. What is the, let me stop here and, and answer some questions. What is the book that you read? It's called The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Hold on, give me a second. Yes, sir. Okay, I have a call with my good friend. Just had to let him know. Okay, it's called The Secret. Let me show you. Let's see here. I got so many books. Let's 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 have some fun, huh? Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun with some books. Now, what's the book I was talking about that changed my life? 
this book right here. Okay? This book right here. I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, Devore, that, that book is too simple, man. It doesn't give you all the information. Well, listen. <laughs> if you do exactly what she says to do in this book, and you don't doubt and you believe every word, it will work. That's with anything. Um, now, listen, understand something. This book, this book was written in a way so that it could be communicated to the most stupidest uh, person. I'm just paraphrasing here. So the people who were behind of her, her team and them writing this book, they wanted to make sure that the way this book was written and the documentary that followed the video, that no matter who you are, whether you live in India, China, Europe, America, Canada, Brazil, that you were going to understand it because it's that simple. It's elementary terms. And so there's always been people who would say, well, you know, it didn't really go into depth about a lot of things. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, that's why. It wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't being targeted to people who are advanced and um, thinking. That's why. Uh, the title of the book, again, is The Secret. The Secret. Rhonda Byrne. Rhonda Byrne. All right. Then she has another book that I love as well called The Power. OK, The Power. That's another great, great book where she goes a little bit more in depth about different areas of your life. And then my favorite book, actually, would be this one. And she wrote this book. I think it came out last year or maybe two years ago. And this was this is the only book I ever read straight like from front to back immediately. And after reading the book, I actually cried because it was it was the it was I needed that that book at that time. It really resonated with me a lot. Um, and so, um, again, this is called The Greatest Secret. Okay. The Greatest Secret. Um, and here's the thing about books. I find that it doesn't matter how many books you have. Um, and I, I'm of the belief it doesn't even matter how many books you read. It's the way that you read it that matters the most. Meaning, if I pick up this book, The Secret, and I do what most people do, which is they open the book, they skim it, they don't even start front to back. They start from the back and work their way to the, you know, to the front. Um, you know, they read some paragraphs here or there. They might, if they're really good, read a chapter. They say, oh, that's that's good information. And then they put the book down. Well, they didn't learn anything. That's what we're missing in education is we're taught to just get the information, memorize it, pass a test and, and keep it moving. What I tell people today to do, which is what I'm doing with my favorite book of all time, The Power of Awareness. Is I'll be reading. And I'll come across a paragraph or two that I really love and I will stop and I will just keep reading that. I'll just keep reading it. So one of the things that I was reading for a while this year, and I've already seen a kind of a shift in my belief system because I was reading it all the time. Um, let me find it here. It's really good by the way. It's it's chapter, I think it's 23, called Failure. This speaks to why people are stuck. Um, and so this is where we're going to get into the actual steps here for you guys. So I appreciate you guys being here live with me today. So why are you really stuck in your life? What should you be doing about it? We are going to take care of that right now. For some reason, I am overlooking... The chapter. Where are you? Hold on, let's do this. Where is this at? Page 101. I was like, what is going on? All right, there it is. Okay. 
So this is, I'm reading from The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Uh, so I was reading this. I think I put this up. If you guys don't, let me show you what I'm talking about here. So I have a book holder. I have a book holder. And I put the book like this. Okay. And I keep the book open. All right. And so then I end up reading the same thing every day. All right. That's what I'm talking about. So what have I been reading every day that's been so powerful for me? It goes like this. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. So why are you stuck in life? Why do you feel like you haven't made any progress? You tried everything there is under the sun and nothing's worked. Well, he says it right here. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. When it does not feel natural for you to succeed, you won't succeed. Does that make sense? If it does not feel natural for you to have money in your bank account after every month, you're not going to have it. It's like we become conditioned and it feels normal to lose because we're conditioned to lose. That's the way we've been programmed. Uh, the majority of people walking around on this earth. Why? Because our parents didn't know. They're just doing the best job that they can. They don't know. And because they don't know, you don't know. And so then what happens? You become an adult and you do things without even know that you, without you even knowing that you're doing them. Until you get into personal development and you start realizing, man, why do I keep doing that? I know I should save my money or I know I should do what I want. I know I should have made myself a priority over here. Why am I not doing it? It's because you're programmed. It does not feel natural for you to do that. I put up a post on uh, TikTok yesterday where I said, if Warren Buffett took you into a room and spilled all the beans, told you everything you needed to know. He even wrote out a plan for you to follow. 99% of people are not going to do it. Why? Because it does not feel natural for them to be wealthy. It's not a natural thing. The emotion isn't there. Consciously, they're like, yeah, this is great. This sounds like a good idea. But emotionally, it does not sound like a good idea. It does not feel, it's foreign language. Let's read this again. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. Now, how can this feeling of naturalness be achieved this secret lies in one word, and one word only, imagination. Remember I was telling you guys a story about the Starbucks. I was sitting there living in my imagination. I was communicating with people from my imagination. Do, do you guys get what I'm saying here? I'm standing in the drive-thru, taking orders. My coworker comes up to me and says, hey, what's going on with you? Tell me. What? I'm like, yeah, I just got $10,000. I'm living from my imagination. And because I was doing that, it felt natural for me to have the money. When I was riding my bike, I was imagining that I was going to be driving my dream car. When I was living in a crappy place, I imagined that I was living in the home I wanted to live in. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. How can this feeling of naturalness be achieved? The secret lies in one word and one, one, one word only imagination. So you've got to imagine what you want and live from that place. Here's the mistake that people make with this. They imagine what they want, but then from that point on, they keep acting like they don't have it. You need to act like you have it. You need to live from that place. 
not not like you you're seeing what you want and then you're like but i'm here and it's over there and that's how you're thinking feeling and acting no you can't do that you've got to go there and live from that place um listen this is what everybody does it's just most people don't know how to explain it think about this think about this oprah is a great story okay um Elon Musk is a great story. Most people don't even bother reading his story, but if you were to read his story, it's exactly what he was doing. Take any athlete who's ever achieved greatness, winning championships, they were they they they've been doing this. They spent plenty of their years imagining winning a championship. So when they won it, they felt like, yeah, this was this was supposed to happen. I was dreaming this already. So don't let anybody steal your dreams. You should not allow your old conditioning to steal your dreams because that's what happens to people. Now, let me just read this and then we're going to move on to some practical steps you should be taking to get unstuck. And that way you can get what you want. The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by by you want to listen to this persistently. Filling your consciousness with imagination. In other words, imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. Progress in your life can only spring from your imagination. It's your imagination that's the first step. That's to create a process as it's called in spirituality. It starts with your imagination. Now, most people are using their imagination against themselves. They are imagining the worst things will happen. Because it's natural. It feels natural for the worst case scenario to happen. That's the way they've been living. So that's why it doesn't work. Like when people say manifestation doesn't work. This book doesn't work. This course didn't work. Uh you know, this coach over here, this program, this, this, this or that or him or her, that didn't work. They're not taking responsibility for their own mindset. They're not realizing, no, it's you is the reason why it doesn't work. You are the person where it doesn't feel natural for you to succeed in the endeavor that you're going after. So it doesn't happen. I mean, once you're able to take responsibility for that. I mean, you got the key to your freedom. Um, yeah, there's another part of the book where he goes into saying the only reason why we don't get what we want in life is because there's a weakness in our consciousness. Meaning we're, we're not in a state of belief. We have doubts and doubts cancel out your belief. Okay. Now, there's this other book that's really good. Right now, I'm having a client actually study this book. It's called The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. Uh, this is a good book, too. I, I had it here, and I forgot to show it. I would say that's a really solid book right there. And it's on YouTube. You can actually listen to the audio on YouTube. So some practical steps. Okay, I guess before I get to the practical steps, let me... See what comments we have here. What do we got going on? Let's see here. Give me a second. Okay. All right. Let's see what you guys are saying here on TikTok. Uh, let's see here. Is the secret and the greatest secret the same? No, it's from the same author. You know, it's like this. The secret is your freshman year. Okay? Your freshman year. Freshman year in college. Entry level. Okay? The power is the next logical step goes a little bit more into depth about 
you know, applying the concept of law of attraction in different areas of your life. Now, this is advanced. Still simple, but, you know, some people are going to pick up that book and it's going to be like, they got it. And other people are going to pick up the book. They're going to be like, ah, I don't know. It's because their awareness isn't there yet. That's how I would describe her books. Uh, the last book, again, was The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. I know. I've got books on my table where it says The Secret, The Greatest Secret, The Strangest Secret. <laughs> because it's the same thing. The secret of the universe, ladies and gentlemen, is that whatever you truly desire in your heart, when you start living from that place, it will happen. That's the secret. Why is it a secret? Because people live their lives as if they don't understand that. They don't know it. That's why it's a secret. And when you when you guys listen to athletes or celebrities or big brands or people who have a huge voice on the Internet or the news, you know, they're not telling you this because they don't know how to say this. They don't know how to explain how they got successful. They could just tell you what they did. You know, you'll hear more about the strategy of what they did, less what they were thinking about, which is what actually got them there. And so what happens is most people look up to those individuals and they're not getting the right information. And it's not for them. I mean, it's not a good or a bad thing. It's just, again, if you're not a doctor, you're not going to be able to explain things like a doctor would explain them. This is why I do what I do. All right. Let's see what we got. Well, I read everything. Still, I am not able to apply it to my life. That's because you're reading everything. I'd stop doing that. I would stop trying. I was just talking to a gentleman yesterday. I mean, this guy, he's doing everything. He's doing yoga. He's doing meditation. He's doing affirmations. He's looking at his goal every day. He's doing imagination, visualization. I mean, he's just doing so many things. And I've been through that phase. And I don't think that's the way to go. I think the way to go is just to focus on one thing at a time. Just commit to doing one thing at a time with repetition. That's the one thing that I learned in the military is they don't throw a lot of things at you at one time. No, it's one thing at a time. First, you're going to crawl, then you're going to walk, and then you're going to run. And that's what you guys have to do with yourself because what you're doing is you're unlearning bad habits and you're learning new habits. Well, you can't put this pressure on yourself to try to do everything at once. You need to crawl, then you need to walk, and then you need to run. And the journey is different for everybody. Some people will breeze through that. Because they don't have any beliefs that are going to contradict what they're trying to achieve. And some people, it takes some time. I love the way you talk. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Let's see here. All right, let's see here. You should be doing more book reviews on your platform. Absolutely. I'll do that. I appreciate that feedback. I will absolutely do that. What's the name of that book? The one you read from uh, the power of awareness by Neville Goddard. So if you guys are curious, what is the one book? If there's any book that I recommend to people, it's always this one. It's this one. Because I just think it's beautifully written. It really makes you think. It really makes you think. Um, which book would I recommend the secret or the greatest secret? I think that's a great question. I think it depends on the person. I, I don't think there's any right or wrong. Um, I'd probably say, I would just say, start with the secret and then go to the greatest secret. How do we shift? You make a shift through emotional repetition. How do you build the emotion? 
Use your imagination. I mean, guys, what I just said is everything you need to know. How do you make a shift in your behavior? How do you make it to where you start manifesting what you want? It's called emotional repetition. You need to get emotion involved in what you want. The only way to do that is what? Use your imagination. You've got to see it. This is why I say just focus on one thing. Don't try to imagine a thousand different things. Just imagine one thing. Here's the other thing, by the way. Sometimes you're not going to be able to imagine exactly what you wrote down. Like for some of you guys, you might be writing down $100,000. Can you imagine $100,000? Most people cannot. So what should you do instead? Start imagining what the $100,000 would get you or what you would do with it. So let's say you had the $100,000 today. What's the first action you would take? Imagine that. I mean, listen, I'm giving everything away, guys. I hope you're paying attention. Yeah, because some sometimes people. Yeah, go ahead. Ask, ask, ask your gut. Ask your question. What? Yeah, this is the time. Ask, ask your questions, um, because what happens is and I learned this in my own life. Why was it so easy for me to manifest the ten thousand dollars to get the car and to get the job that I wanted? It was easy for me to imagine. I mean, those are very simple things. I can imagine ten thousand dollars. I had the check right there. So it wasn't really a stretch. Okay, I can imagine the job. I can imagine the car. I've seen it in person. But here's here's the thing. Sometimes people are like, "Well, I I I I want to earn a hundred thousand dollars." Hold on, guys. All right. So sometimes people are like, hey, uh, you know, I want to I want to manifest a lot of money. Well, what's a lot of money? How much money? Do you even know what that looks like? Have you gone through the mental exercises to have that picture in your mind yet? Ninety nine percent of the time, the answer is no. That's why it doesn't happen. You have to have a clear picture of what you want. And sometimes if you can't get that picture, Go to the picture that would happen if you had what you wanted already. That, that's what I'm talking about here. That's why he says it has to feel natural. If it does not feel natural, that is the secret to your failure. Okay? It doesn't matter what we're talking about. Manifestation, parenting, relationships, business, career, personal development. I don't care what you're doing. If it does not feel natural for you to do what you're doing, you're not going to be successful. So how do you get that natural feeling up? You use your imagination. You see yourself doing it, experiencing it. You see the success from it. And again, if you can't see that exact picture, take the next step forward and say, well, let, let me just for one second say that I already have it. What would happen then? And then imagine that. All right, let's see here. That's right. Love your curls. Thank you very much. I just joined. What would be the action if you don't mind? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She, she's just talking about, um, well, I think you could read the comments. How would you manifest good health? Well, what does good health look like for you? What does good health feel like? What would you be doing if you had good health? Start with those questions and then start living your life that way and it will happen. Now, listen, I won't leave you there because maybe that was too, you know. So, like, for example, you got to you got to sit down and get clear on um, what does good health look like for me? 
All right, so here, here's what I teach in my program, by the way, okay? So it's three phases, clarity, mindset, action. You want to manifest good health. You must first get clear. You must have clarity on what good health looks like for you. And it has to be authentic. It just can't be based on what other people are saying. It's got to be based on what your heart desires. Then two, you need to make some changes in your mindsets. And what I'm talking about there is your subconscious mind. Okay. And once you make changes there, then you need to be taking the right actions. You must live in alignment with what you said that you wanted. Clarity, mindset, action. Now let's go back and let me say it one more time. The best way to make a shift is emotional repetition. This is why you have to get clear on what you want because you won't be emotional if you're not clear. Okay? And the way to get there is using your imagination, is living from that place. Okay? Now, uh, I was giving you guys examples of the whole story when I was uh, working at Starbucks, but it's the same story. When I got promoted in the military, I was able to see the rank every day. It was a clear picture. I could see it. I could see the list and I could see it in my mind. If you can't see it in your mind, I don't think it's really going to happen. I, I've never heard of some of that ever happening to anybody. You, you've got to. It just, you know, that's just the way that it works. How do you connect an emotion with something that is not real? You said imagination. It's not real. Okay, this is a common question, and I'm glad you asked it. Your subconscious mind, which is the emotional part of your mind, does not care whether it's real or fake. Another thing is it's not real in the physical world, but it's real in the spiritual world. That's why you're able to see it. Now, some of you guys aren't ready for that. Okay, we're living in three worlds at the same time, spiritually, what's happening in our mindset, and then what we see physically here. Okay. Everything we see physically comes from the non-physical part of life. Someone imagined it sooner or later. Somebody had an idea. And then we see it happening. This is why I'm on TikTok and YouTube, Facebook, all at the same time. Someone along the lines started to imagine this. And as far as the environment, it wasn't it, it wasn't true. Like there's no evidence to say that this was possible. But somebody made it possible. So having said all that, you have to use your imagination to see it happening to start sparking the emotion. What does it feel like now that I am doing this? What does it feel like now that I, I have achieved this? What does it feel like, you know, that I got what I wanted? What does that feel like? Start saying the emotions. And once you got the emotions down, then the next step. And again, I hope you guys are paying attention because I'm literally telling you everything you need to know. Is once you know exactly what those emotions are, the emotions. Every single day, you should be doing whatever it is you need to do to, to continue to feel those emotions. Because you, you want to feel good. All right, let's see here. And by the way, just to cap off this question here. Here, okay, this is most one of the most powerful concepts you could probably ever wrap your head around. Okay. The goal is not necessarily to get the physical thing that you want in your life. The goal is for you to feel natural that it's going to happen. And that that feeling of you having what you want in your life is natural. Like, for example, the goal is not to get a bunch of money and then I will be happy. No, the goal is I should be able to be happy without the money. Because if I can find happiness without money, that means I'm not a slave to money. That's just an example. So when you guys are sitting there and you're thinking about, well, I want to manifest a lot of money. I want to do this. I want to get this. I want to get this. You're looking at it all wrong. It's about the emotion that really matters. 
and you feeling natural about it. I'm having some success on my goals and then I trip myself up and stop. Yeah, but that's your, your conditioning. That's your programming. It's like you slam in a wall and then you bounce back. That's what I'm saying. You have to change your subconscious mind. And again, this is in my ebook and course if you guys haven't already got it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm live on YouTube right now. This will be this will be a replay you can watch. Exactly. The emotion. The emotions have to be there. That's right. And sometimes you may not actually get emotional about what you want. That's why I said you got to find other ways to get there. Three D, four D, five D. Yep, that's another way of explaining it. I just I'm listen, I was in the military for thirteen years. I, I can't help but try to explain things at an elementary level. Excuse me. So I don't even I don't even say words like three D, forty five. I just keep it very simple. You gotta use your imagination to see what you want. You need to start living from that place. You need to exercise emotional repetition, getting emotionally involved and believing that you already have what you want and you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you need to take action as if you are that person because that's what puts you in a position to receive it. Listen, I got to go, but there's one more thing I got to read here. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I can go all day with this stuff. This is really good. Uh, all right, let me, let me read this. Hold on, let me, let me get there first. This is, all right, here we go. <laughs> all right, I'm reading the science of getting rich. The science of getting rich. Now, this version is from Bob Proctor. Um, because if you guys don't know, this is a nerd example really quick. Any book that was written like before 1930, anybody today as an author, you could go back and republish it and kind of add your own stuff to it. It's pretty crazy. I didn't know that. So anyways, um, this Science of Getting Rich. Okay. This book was written in 1903, by the way. 1903. And it's actually the book that, um, anyway, I, we're not even going to go down that road. But listen, he says that. Um, by thought, the thing you want is brought to you by action. You receive it. Whatever your action is to be, it is evident that you must act now. You cannot act in the past and is, and it is essential to the clearness of your mental vision that you dismiss the past from your mind. You cannot act in the future because the future is not here yet. You've got to act where you are right now. I'm just paraphrasing from this point. Um, so again, by thought, the thing that you want is brought to you by action. You receive it. That's why you have to act in a certain way. Okay. And it goes like this. Um, if we're talking about getting the things that we want in our life, the saying, the saying would go like this. Um, you don't get successful by doing uh, certain things. You get successful by doing things in a certain way. The certain way is what we've been talking about on this live stream today is thinking from that place. That's the certain way. So a lot of people are going to try to give you a lot of strategy. Do this, do this, take these actions. But your success is 95% mindset, 5% strategy. Mindset is so powerful that it doesn't matter the strategy you employ. You will be successful regardless. All right. Hold on really quick. We're going to wrap this up. Okay. Just finishing now. Sorry. All right. Let's see here. Take one more comment and then I'm out. I can't how how. 
You can't because you say the words you can't. Before we even get into what you should do, you should stop saying words like that. How do you keep going with any goal? You got to have the right goal. Is the course 200 something or $37? It's $37. It's the cheapest thing you'll ever buy in your life. I mean, how do you keep going with any goal? This is my last question. We're going to wrap up here. How do you keep going? You got to make a committed decision that you're going to do it regardless. An example of a committed decision, Thomas Edison. Committed decision. Okay. You are going to do this regardless. That's how you keep going. And you got to have the right goal. You should have a goal that would want that makes you feel like you want to keep going. <laughs> and if you're quitting on your goals, it's probably not the right one. It's probably not the right one, which means you need to get my course. Yes, it's one time, which means you need to get my course and get very clear on what you love to do, because what you want is based on what you love. If you fall in love with something, you'll go to the ends of the earth for it. So when you're setting a goal, is it really based on what you love or is it based on what other people say you should be doing? That's the mistake that most people are making. All right, guys, if you haven't already, you can go to my bio, my bio, get my ebook and my course where everything I talked about is uh, uh, carefully put in an organized fashion. It's what I coach people through. It's what I use in my own life, which has allowed me to do what I'm doing today, uh, showing up here and helping you. Um, and having said all that, we're going to call it right here. Thank you guys for showing up here live. I appreciate you guys. If you guys want to watch the replay, it's definitely on my YouTube channel. Go to my profile. You'll see the link to my YouTube channel. You are able to see it there. So saying goodbye to the people on.